Hey, hey, it's Coach Dr. Kim. I started this journey after having a stroke at the age of 36 years old. Since that time, I have moved forward with helping people live their best life, and I haven't turned back. This show is about learning to be present, open, and intentional in every area of your life. Keep listening to hear what I've been thinking, and be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Kim, I could hear you thinking. Last week on the show, we talked about boundaries, and this week we are going to continue to talk about boundaries, but from yet another angle. Let me ask you, what does your schedule look like? I used to be the queen of having a fully loaded schedule. I had my schedule plus the kids' schedule, and there was no room for rest anywhere in that. Then, the day came that I was forced to rest because I had a stroke. And it landed me in the hospital for over a month. And I had a lot of time to do nothing but kick back and rest. I won't say relax because it was hard recovering. Fast forward to now, how easy it is to forget that being overloaded once led me to nearly dying. And here I am again with a jam-packed schedule and coming up with reasons as to why it's okay. And why it's different this time around. And oh no, I won't put myself in that same situation again. As I ponder this, I realize that the tendency to overload and overwork and overbook myself is kind of a boundaries issue. I am flabbergasted at the thought that I'm doing this again, even though I consider myself to be great in the boundaries department. Well, it looks like there's always room for improvement. So this week, let's talk about overcommitment. The research quickly led me to this statement, quote, high achieving women commit, then they commit again, and then they commit one more time, and then another time. And each time they do, they inch a little further along that commitment continuum until they get to the bright red flashing lights surrounding overcommitment, end quote. Hashtag guilty as charged. Speaking for myself. I don't know about you friends, but that sounds like me. It is so easy to do this when you have so many passions and interests. I am interested in learning so many different things and in doing so many different things that when opportunities come my way, I will say yes in a heartbeat. What I need to do is pause and reflect on if I'm able to take on such things at that point in time in my life. And then if you factor in that it's hard to say no for some people and that some people are raised to be polite and that you should always say yes and women in general socialize from childhood to say yes, there's a lot to unpack. But one of the best pieces of advice I received was doing a keynote speech. And I wish I remember who gave the keynote, but I don't. And I don't even remember where or what event it was. But the speaker said, no is a complete sentence, meaning you don't have to offer an explanation or a rationale behind why you say no. Simply say no. Of course, that's a little bit uncomfortable. So you might want to say, thank you for the offer. I'll have to pass this time as an example. That still means no. No is something that has to be practiced for some. But you can get it down to a science. For me, I feel pretty comfortable saying no. Where I'm at on my journey is figuring out how often I need to pause 
and reevaluate what I have taken on and how much more I can handle or what I need to delegate or stop doing. Because once I commit to something, I stick with it and I have a hard time letting it go, even if it is making me absolutely miserable. And that is a problem. That's a different type of no problem, but it's still a boundary problem. So generally speaking, what can we do when it comes to boundaries since the issue has so many twists and turns? Well, when it comes to saying no, remember that you don't have to fix everything, first of all. Leave something for other people to fix. It's not all on you. The second thing is practice saying no. Have your go-to phrase, your go-to statement. It might sound cliche to you because you say it all the time, but you're going to be using it with different people. It probably will be the first time they've heard it. And then lastly, if you actually want to say yes, but you know you don't have the bandwidth to do it, ask, is there a limited way that you can be involved? Maybe you can participate, but not in the full capacity. You don't have to lead the initiative. Maybe you can just be on the committee. So remember, the end goal is for you to be able to be your best in everything you do. If you are spreading yourself so thin that you're only giving little bits of yourself here and there, then it's very unlikely that you're able to give it your all everywhere you go. And if you are giving your all everywhere, then do you have anything left to give to yourself? And if you don't, that's no fun. Try some of these strategies and you might just feel like you have more to give over a longer period of time. You can be in it for the long haul. And that's what I've been thinking. To schedule a session with Kim, visit www.kimregis.com where you can learn more about her. You can also book a free life coaching consultation. Find the link to her book, Meeting Just Fine, A Life-Changing Encounter, available on Amazon.com. View her TED-style talk and download useful resources. Tune in next week for more I've Been Thinking. Cam's coaching.